Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hello and welcome to Stop Hammer Time. My name's Phil Whelans. Joining me this week, Jim Grant. Good evening. Hello, Jim. Hello. Everything all right? Yeah, it's Merry Christmas. And, and Merry, to you. Merry, Festive Merry greetings. unto you, Jim. Uh, yeah, Merry yes. Christmas unto you. Yes. Jim, uh, we started this podcast uh, uh, nine years ago, roughly. Really? To this, not to this very day, but it was early December 19, uh, ah. 2007. We didn't start at the beginning of the season? 2000, no, we started ah. in December 2007. So, oh, so right. nine years okay. uh, we've been going. Pete yeah. Ward was on the very first one. Pete Ward one. was on the very first one. Uh, yes. And, it was, he, and he dropped the sea bomb. He dropped the, the very bomb. first. Yes, yeah. that's right. Yes, yeah. well remembered. Yes. And uh, for for a long time, the the picture, the the little um, avatar for the show was, 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 was us three yeah. with Pete Ward. Oh, right. oh I thought you were about to say obscene, don't listen, or something. Oh, like that. No. oh yes, no, <laughs> yes, <laughs> obscenity, yes. parental content, etc. Blah blah. There has been a lot advisory of swearing in the, in these past nine years. Yeah, not from me. You. No, oh, I know a lot of it, Jim. Really? Come on, a lot of it from you I'm after the keb- after the Kebe incident. Well, yeah, but I mean, more uh, people understood that. I felt sweary, people sweary, people Jim. came with me on that one. Yeah. Yeah, but I, I think I think you've gone down in legend. And when I say came with me, I don't mean that in any kind of suggestive. No, oh sense. No, 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 no. You shouldn't have brought that up. Jimmy. No, I shouldn't. No. I, 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 no, you're 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 uh, retroactively alluding to it. Yeah. has now has made it worse. A, a, an awkward atmosphere in yeah, the room. Yeah. No, we we yeah. knew you didn't mean that. No. Also okay. joining us this week, he is he is an author, blogger. Uh, he has written books uh, as, uh, as diverse as Hammers in the Heart, Irons in the Soul. Oh. He has blogged with the Joy of Essex blog, Flying So High, which is about West Ham's cup finals. Oh, right. Okay. He covers two cup finals. There's a theme here. <laughs> there is a theme. Two, two, There's a theme. Yeah. Uh, and, uh, but, but one that, that, uh, breaks the mold of, of the theme that's been set, Whovian Dad, which is about, uh, uh, the liking of Doctor Who and okay. being a father. Okay. Uh, okay. Uh, I've, uh, if we have time, I, I might, uh, describe my two quite, quite, quite long and detailed meetings with Tom Baker oh, in, okay. in my life. Okay. Tom Baker has been a part of my life. Was it part of my life for quite a, a couple of months? He used to write to me, really? sent, sent me I things. You've never write. told me he that. He sent me things, like through the post. Really? We became friends for one, myself and Tom Baker. Well, he sent you like kind of like parcels, like food parcels. Uh, he, sent me what, what, he, sent me, uh, he sent me a card saying how great it was that we were friends and then he sent me what? a copy of his book with a with us with a a, a a card in it saying uh, dearest phil i wrote this book for children to laugh and one of them did <laughs> and uh, uh, and stuff like that and then i i bumped into him in the street um and we went out and got we, I went to do in the street in about midday, and Sean Locke, the comedian, walked past us and went, "This is a fucking unlikely pairing." <laughs> <laughs> and, and after that, we went and got massively drunk oh, from right. about midday to like six in the evening. Just got Crikey. trashed in the coach and horses, which is a big haul. Well, the one in, in so the yeah, one yeah, in a huge haul for him. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. for a while, Tom Baker and I were really good mates. Anyway, we haven't introduced. The <laughs> yeah, yeah. Sorry for that digression, <laughs> yeah, yeah. everybody. Um, There's quite a few West Ham and Doctor Who links. 
Are they? Like well, there's that, um, there's that shop in, uh, well, let's, let's introduce him. Let's get him, introduce him. Come let's on. Get him introduced. Get on with it. Jim, let's just get him introduced and yes. get this. Yeah, yeah, well, you're yeah, in charge. Everyone's on tenterhooks, Jim, and we, we've got to get this Brilliant. man introduced. He has a, he has a new book, uh, Goodbye to Berlin. Nice. Very Goodbye to Berlin. Nice now, play that's on a pun. words. It is. That's a pun. We'll, we'll get on to that pun when we get in, and when we get into the podcast. Okay. Goodbye to Berlin. A lot of people won't know what this, what this, what that pun alludes oh, to. That, well, so many will, many will. But many and the right sort of people will, and that's the. Yeah. Pete is after a, a kind of a, an incisive, astute uh, listen, readership for his book, and I think we, by by ex. <laughs> So you haven't really introduced him yet. That's the thing. Oh no, 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 you're right. Who am I? Come on, Jim. Let's get him introduced. (laughs) Bloody hell! What what is going on here? That's (laughs) anyway. He's written this book. Goodbye, goodbye to Berlin. Uh, well, let's just go over way. Goodbye to Berlin was the was the film uh, that uh, was uh, book. also the book well, yeah, by yeah. Christopher Isherwood. Yeah, yeah, yes, um, on which Cabaret was based. Yeah, yes. Via I am a camera. Yes, play. let's. Jim, let's get him introduced. Well, Come on, let's just it. get him introduced. It's Pete, mate. Hi, Pete. <laughs> Hi, Pete. Welcome, Pete. Now, Pete's, some uh, introduction. Pete's uh, Hammers <laughs> the and the Heart... The longest introduction ever. Pete's Hammers the... and the Heart blog yeah. is, has been... How long have you been doing that, Bob? I've been doing that for about eight eight years because now. obviously the book it's the blog that uh, is the long tail of that book and uh, excellent blog it is you 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 Cheers. blog pretty much after every game with your views on it I I I look at that blog in order to uh, solidify my views of the game and pass Pete's views off as my views oh of okay the game. Yeah, right. Yeah. <laughs> uh, right because they're incisive and, and good views of the game okay. generally and um, and uh, and now goodbye to Berlin yeah which, which, which yeah, I use the blog as the basis for that yeah, but yeah. it's extended and yeah yeah added yeah. chapters on the pubs and Ken's Caf and all sorts of things the Newham bookshop as well yes Yes, which m- must surely you must have had a signing at that bookshop. Surely, I, I have indeed. Yeah, yes. yeah, yeah, yeah. And As me and Clyde Best. Yes, and Clyde he bought Best a copy must... of Goodbye to, ah, to Bowling. Did well, did you buy a copy of his book? I did. I yeah. did the acid did test. So did I. So did I was. Uh, I met yeah. him on um, Jim was there. on uh, Saturday. Ah, yeah. Yes, and he's a big I, bloke. He makes razor He's, he's a large man. Huge. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm. Big Bermudan man with a firm handshake. Let's talk about the game and then let's talk about uh the books after that and uh, first of all um this week we bade farewell to simone zaza uh, mm. and also to zaza gabor yeah simone zaza began his youth career with stella azura bernalda in 1997 whilst zaza gabor was born into luxury in budapest in 1917 Zaza moved to the Youth Academy of Valdera in 2002 at the age of 11, and Zaza Gabor entered the 1936 Miss Hungary Beauty Contest, where she was spotted by fellow Hungarian Alexander Korda, who offered her a film contract. Zaza was scouted by Serie R side Atalanta, whom he joined in 2006. However, her family forbade her becoming an actor and she married Burhan Belge, a Turkish diplomat, moving to Ankara, whilst Zaza remained with Atalanta for four years and was called up to the senior team towards the end of the 2008-09 Serie A season. During Zaza's first visit to Britain in 1938, he bewitched both George Bernard Shaw and H.G. Wells before divorcing Belge and signing for Sampdoria. (laughs) She moved to the US and married local hotel tycoon Conrad Hilton in 1942. Several first-team call-ups followed, including substitute appearances against Genoa and Fiorentina during the 2010-11 campaign. Zaza was 30 years younger than Hilton and neither spoke the other's language. His friends were always telling him that all I wanted was his money, she said, when all I really wanted was his love. So I left him and went out on a season-long loan to Juve (laughs) Stabia in Serie B. She scored 11 goals in 18 league appearances, 17 as a starter. Her third husband was the suave actor George Sanders, whom she married in 1949, joining Serie B side Ascoli on another season-long loan, scoring 18 goals in 35 appearances, 30 as a starter. 
2013, Juventus purchased her outright for 3.5 million euros, and she began a film career. In her thick Hungarian accent, she said of her 2.5 million euro move to Sosuko in a co-ownership move, I love to act, darling. One of her best roles was in John Huston's Moulin Rouge, playing cabaret singer Jane Avril and netting her first goal in Serie A in a 4-1 defeat to Livorno. Thanks to her effort, Sassuolo secured their first point in the Italian top flight with a goal scored against Napoli. Zaza's next three husbands were wealthy businessmen. Herbert Hutner, who bought her outright from Juventus for another 7.5 million euros, Joshua Cosden Jr. and Jack Ryan, the inventor of the Barbie doll, who exercised his option to sign Zaza off Juve in 2015 for 18 million euros from Sassuolo. At Juventus, she scored eight goals in 24 appearances, but was admitted to hospital in a condition so serious she received the last lights rites from a Catholic priest. The following year, her right leg was amputated above the knee to save her life from an infection, and she was sent on loan to West Ham United. <laughs> Rather than goals, it was through her marriages, debts, court cases and witty appearances on chat shows that Zaza remained in the public eye. It's wonderful in Europe being called your royal highness, she said, otherwise I don't give a damn about it. To tell you the truth, I would rather live in America and just be plain old Simone Zaza. Zaza Gabor has represented Italy at under-16, under-17 and under-19 levels. She returned to parent club Juventus in December 2016, two months shy of her 100th birthday. Marvellous. Marvellous. It's just a, a tribute to Yes, them. yes, yeah. yes. She wasn't too bad for a 99 year She's quite mobile. With one leg. Yeah, with one leg. one leg, remember? Yeah. A lot of people uh, never took that into account. I mean, you know, when... Uh, Typical West Ham you know, fans. Really. Yes, you know, yeah. But, yeah, the boo boys were yeah, out for yeah, well, one-legged... She's been married 11 times, for God's sake. I mean, yeah, she's yeah, really doing yeah, her best. Yeah, yeah, so the 12th um, to Slavin yeah. Bilic didn't yes, go too well, right, did no, it? I mean, no, no, absolutely. She saw him coming. No, yeah, <laughs> she really did. She really did. Um, so, yeah, that's, um, that's them. So, uh, since we last spoke to you, or since uh, another group of people... Yeah, who are they? Was, was that about? you, Jim. I don't know. You know, literally, it was um, it's like uh, the hijack when a, yeah, yeah. when like a band hijacks BBC Radio Six for a whole day and plays records they like. Last week we had a we had a a, a group of people, none of which were us. No, uh, come and do the show. Yeah. So um, since then, there's been one game played against Burnley, uh, and uh, we and another one against Hull City. Oh shit! No, they talked about the Burnley game. Oh, did they? Yeah, that would have been... So when did they do it? It was on Thursday? Yeah, Thursday. Oh, so they right. did talk about it. They talked yeah, about yeah, yeah. So, yes, okay. that's, you're right. So it's yeah. Hull we've got yeah. to talk about. Yeah, yeah. Yes. Mm. I've prepared for this podcast so brilliantly. <laughs> <laughs> so brilliantly. Yeah. Not Burnley, Hull. Yeah. We talk about well, Burnley was a game of two halves. That, that, that's, that's what we would have said about it, wasn't it? Yeah. Game of two halves. And so was the, uh, the game we were about uh, yeah, to yeah, yeah, yeah. One yeah, of yeah. 45 minutes and the other one of, of 45 minutes. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. So we went to the Hull game. Uh, we did. Yeah, we did. We did. Uh, I thought it was not as good a performance as the Burnley game. No, definitely, definitely not. not. No, 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 not at all. Uh, some Facebook comments went uh, uh, after the Burnley game said that's uh, our worst performance this season. No, Southampton. Not at all. Southampton, no, Southampton was worse. Uh, Manchester United away in the cup. Yes. Yeah. West Brom away. Yeah, yeah. The, so there's well, three. West Brom away first half. I mean, we 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 definitely we won the second half at West Brom. I, yes, I and guess. and came back yeah. into it. And actually, but they we, were they were rocking a bit. Yes, in that game. yeah. But it was the greatest um, performance ever by a West Ham post. Yes, if well, that possibly the first post. Yes. Well, yes. West Ham. actually, yeah. uh, you know, in in uh, sad, rather sadly, in. It's taking so long to introduce Pete. You forgot to in- introduce our, our special oh God, guest for tonight. Uh, of course, I mean, and, uh, it's a bit yeah, embarrassing, yeah, actually, yes, everybody, yeah, that yes. because we. Uh, yes, yeah. of course. Um, we've, yeah. as you know, we've had uh, legendary West Ham players. Yeah. Uh, the boy, many of the boys of '86. Uh, got, got many, most, I'd say, the majority of the first team, the boys of '86, have been yeah. on this podcast yeah. at some point or the other, and we're very yeah. proud of that fact. Absolutely, um, uh, players. Subsequent to that, Julian Dix and Martin Allen, uh, we've had. Yeah. Uh, um, 
And now with us joining us is, this is uh, a special moment. one of our best mm. defenders was the post from, yeah, so, uh, from a special Saturday guest night. this evening. So um, man of the match, West Ham man of the match, the post. The post. So post. What did you make of the of 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 the game? Um, well, as we were saying, it was. Sorry, uh, Jim's uh, got a good uh, point. Yeah, yeah. Uh, oh, uh, he's saying, yeah. yeah. um, no, 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 it no, wasn't no. as good a performance as, as the one against Burnley. But actually, I think a lot of people were have slightly overreacted. I mean, the the the, the, the post your work uh, yeah, as, yeah. as 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 led to it being a, a little bit of an overreaction. I mean, for the first quarter of our twenty minutes, we were on top in that game. And, yes, we were. Um, uh, then Lanzini seemed to get get a knock. Yes. And he was kind of stringing things together and running the show, I thought, for the first quarter of an hour or so. Once he had that knot, he really barely touched the ball again yeah, in the first yeah. half. Um, I don't know whether he's now carrying an injury or whether you know it was a tactical thing to, to substitute him, but um, they came back into it. So And we, and we were rocky, weren't we? There was the yeah, Cresswell game. Yeah, Cresswell yeah. had his, possibly his worst game. Yes, it was a really bad game. Yeah, yeah. Yes, he didn't get forward. I mean, uh, aside from mistakes Cresswell made, uh, he just wasn't really getting forward. It was a sort of... And there was a slip late on as well. The slip, yes, exactly. Yeah, yeah. So, so, So the mistakes were there, but also he was, you know, we still lack that, you know... attacking edge on the flanks because even if you make uh, Antonio a right wing back I think it still limits him and the defensive side of the game is still not there uh, he sort of needs to be, especially since he has such a knack of popping up he needs to be I mean, in the you know, with, with, with Carroll in that side it was really disappointing how I mean, they obviously set up well. They defended well, to be fair to them. Yeah. But it was disappointing how little we got behind them, you know. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, there was nobody running beyond. No. Um, Well, yes, extraordinary. I mean, um, the analysis on Match of the Day sort of talked about it, but, you know, we didn't really need that to see that in real time. Was that, you know, there's one, there was one little sort of, clip that I, you know, I remember seeing in real time that they pointed out the, the, uh, Paye gets the ball, goes on a driving run, and both Lanzini and Carroll sort of watch him do it yeah. and sort of point accusingly at the other one, going, You run, you you go yeah. on a run. And uh what I saw constantly in that in in that game was when an attack was built, Carroll was doing something that sort of Duncan Ferguson might have done, which was jog up the pitch in order to arrive late. Yeah. But this is a this is an, a counter-attacking style of football. Your striker has to be like the first guy to run out of defence. Mm. And you could see that there was a style that Andy plays, which is, right, okay, I'm going to see how this attack builds, then I'm going to come late for the cross or the... You know, or the you know little dink forward. He was very good. Second half, he was playing almost like a defender, wasn't yeah, he? he? He did yeah. well at the back, I thought. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. But you know, you don't want your strikers to do that. And you know, these two wins, six <clears throat> points, not one goal, no, nothing from attacking play, mm. nothing from attacking play. Two pens, two pens. You know, it's 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 a massive, massive problem, and it will. Whatever uh, consolation we take from these, you know, eight points in four games, whatever the two draws that we didn't necessarily expect to get, and then the six points that we had to get and did get. So it's been a very, very, you know, like Sam Allardyce's February a few years ago. Yes. Uh, it's been, we've done what we set out to do. We've dragged ourselves out of the relegation scrap, but you still, I still think that team has no goals in it and will, you know, Teams that don't score enough goals go down. That's the big problem. That's one thing Allardyce, you know. Yes, I mean, I don't think this team will go down. Um, but but it, you know, we, we are in 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 the in process of having a big reality check. I mean, last mm-hmm. season was was the was the anomaly, wasn't it? And it was a special season, really, yeah. for so many reasons. Um, and now we've got Pyatt talking in the papers about, you know, oh, it'd be rather nice to play Champions League football or whatever. And clearly that's going to be, you know, 
we we have felt on. I mean, I thought he had a decent game actually, but yes. by, by his standards on, uh, you know, he, but but he, but he hasn't been hitting the hitting the levels that he was. No, no, no. Um, but you've got him in the side, and all the while you've got him in the side, you might score a goal from a free kick or whatever. Yeah. Um, his corners a bit were better. Yes, um, were, and, yeah, yeah. and and cause a bit of cause a bit of a problem. Yeah, you know, so, so from set pieces, yeah. we're still obviously a goal threat. But your point about you know where's the goal going to come from in open play, incisive open play? You know there was the one against Palace. There have been one or two others, but very very little mm, this mm. season in terms of you know clear cut scoring opportunities and we're still not sure from where open play. Ayu plays, are we? You know, no. is, is he a midfielder? Well, is he a striker? No, he doesn't yeah. seem to be anything really. No. You know, we had the header off the line on yeah. today, but yeah. he looks. You know, he looks up for it, but he's not yeah. quick. He's not quick. He's not. He's not slow. But he's, no. he is of kind of average speed. He's not. He's not. He doesn't have blistering pace to get behind. But yeah, he scored he's... 11, 12 goals yeah. for Swansea yeah. last season. So well, he, he tore us apart in that in that yeah. in that game at the Berlin, didn't yeah. he? Um, mm. Towards the end. Th- of the then season. so did Simone Sazar in well, the uh, yeah. Oh God! Wow. Well. Um, <laughs> there is a collective lack of confidence, yeah. isn't there? The ji- you saw it in the second half against Burnley. They they all got the jitters. Mm. Yeah, we should have been out of sight in that game against yes, Burnley. We should, to be yeah, fair. Yeah. Um, we got cramp as uh, sort yeah, of. Yeah, he called it cramp. Yeah, I, you know, and it was. It felt like it was there through throughout the game, yeah. particularly the big central section. Mm. Once we got the goal, the stuffing went out of them, didn't they? Yeah, we yeah, could have yeah, gone yeah. on and got more. Uh, Coyote I mean, and Antonio did keep going. Yeah, yeah. yes, absolutely. Antonio kind of really, really kind of dragged it up, didn't yeah, he? With that yeah. couple of runs, and yeah. you know, he's got. A real fighting spirit to him, which I I think is great. And Kiarte, you know, yeah, he's he he is big, the big engine in the team, isn't he? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And we miss that in midfield. I think we miss his driving yeah, presence in yeah. midfield. Yeah, well, um, there's just no one. I mean, there's really no one running forward. I mean, that's that's you know, like the match of the day analysis, literally points at this moment where. Carol and Lanzini are standing, and 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 Lanzini almost, uh, uh, sorry, Paye sort of runs to the middle of them. They still don't move, and mm. then they sort of look at each other, slightly mm. accusingly, of yeah. "Why don't you go?" And um, I think Lanzini's getting a bit of flat that he doesn't sort of totally deserve, although that example does show him in a bad light. I don't. I think it might have been Burnley where Winston Reid's got the ball, Lanzini's in front of him, going, "Give me the ball, give me the ball." Winston Reid doubles on the ball. He goes next to him, goes, give me, give me the ball, give me the ball. Winston Reid still doesn't pass to him. And then he runs to behind him, and then <laughs> Reid goes, yes, you can have the ball. Now you're behind me. Me, yeah. So now much. It's extraordinary. I mean, just an extraordinary yeah. sort of, you know, metaphor. for. There's a lot of sideways passing, a lot of ponderous build-up. And, yes. And, um, I, I, you know, I'm a huge sort of uh, proponent of keeping the ball and possession because I think that makes you look like a good team if you can keep the ball. But but Hull's breakaways were far more incisive than anything we did in an attacking Snodgrass sense. Snodgrass was head and shoulders best player on the park. Yes, that's right. He ran that game yeah, yeah. for them. And Robertson uh, had a really good game. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. 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 Yes, and they were better than Paye. They were better than Lanzini. Yeah. They were so, better so than unlucky. Noble. Those, you know, as individual yeah. players. Not Perhaps not generally, but... In that game, they I, were better I thought players. Fernandez looked decent again when he yeah, came on. Bad. I, I yeah, think yeah. you know, considering he's been utility, you know, he's been the kind of this season's Jonathan Spector along yeah. with Antonio. Yeah, he's you know, well. play anywhere that we happen to have a space. I think he's done pretty well as a young lad. Yeah, um, and he looks a decent footballer to me. He's got good touch. Gets his head up, plays with his. You know, he looks like a, a, a West Ham player to me. I, I, I've I've been impressed with him. Yes, he he looks all right. Yeah, um, and yeah. a good goal against Chelsea. And you know, yeah. I, I you know, I think he's one for the future. But uh, and uh, you know, presumably the plan was that he wouldn't be featuring that much. No, you know, no, that, no. Um, and he's he's kind well, of the other signings have been so bad. Absolutely, yes, have, yeah, yeah. yeah him have. and maybe Fletcher. The other yeah. my my yeah. my worry about both him and Fletcher, who are the kind of guys that seem to feature most in the team, is that they are very um, oddly lightweight. You know, and sort of, I was annoyed with both of them, possibly against Burnley, uh, uh, maybe where. There was a kind of clearly a rocket was given at half time. Is it Burnley? 
I think it might be Arsenal actually, mm. uh, because because we didn't really talk about because the, uh, the right the, that's strange other. I, th- I think they, but where where they clearly had to have that rocket at halftime for Fletcher to close down defenders and close the keeper down yeah. because in the first half they didn't do it and you go yeah. if you can't. Yeah, I said this. Didn't I? So you know, if you can't bank on the enthusiasm of new young yeah. players to just work their nuts off to go, way I'm playing in the Premier League, and they just slightly yeah. do their job. Yeah. Uh, it, I think I think that's a bit harsh on Fernandez. I mean, I, 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 yeah. I mean, Fletcher to be to be fair again has probably been chucked in at the deep end sooner He's than sooner than they expected yeah, to yeah. be, um, and he hasn't done too bad. He's been the best no, no. of a bad lot. Um, but, uh, you know, he really, people have got, there's a lot of wishful thinking, I think, amongst fans about Fletcher. He's, the, he's, you know, he's the latter day Freddie Sears in that, in that yeah. respect, you know, without the advantage of actually having scored on his, on his, on his yeah. league debut. But, um, you know, he, I used to read a comment on, on, uh, on sort of Facebook, yeah, oh, well, um, Fletcher is 10 times better than I you. Well, he really isn't. No, no. Um, yeah. he really, really isn't. You know, he's, he's, uh, he's, a, he's a young lad trying to make his way in the game. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. You know, and there were a lot of people sort of saying, oh, well, he was ahead of Rashford. At Man- well, you know, it's pretty clear. There's a reason why we've got him and not Rashford. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I think, that, you know, I think the thing about genuinely prodigious young talents is that they'll come into a game and really show you what they can do. Yeah. sort of take a hold of it. And I don't yeah. feel that either Fernandes have, or Rashford have done that. They've sort of come in and done their job efficiently. It's been hard for them because they've come into a team that's misfiring. Yes. Uh, so, it, you know, they can't... I remember, you know, Harry Redknapp sort of introduced Joe Cole in possibly the most disastrous way into kind of <laughs> top-flight football. Cole came into an t- utterly misfiring team. Yes. Uh, and... It, it, it made it hard to make this prodigious young talent that you'd heard about for years and years, Joe Cole, with Alex Ferguson coming to Upton Park, you know, and every year sort of saying to Redknapp, uh, so uh, how was young Joe Cole? Because <laughs> yeah, yeah. Everyone in Britain, yeah, everyone him. in Britain knew about yeah. this secret well, They said, tell your grandchildren yeah. here when he signed yeah, on the yeah. pitch. Which yes, is, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. He signed on the pitch in front of thousands yeah. of people. And, you know, the sort of weight of expectation on Joe Cole was yes. extraordinary. And, I mean, yeah. I think that is that is the case with young footballers. And I think the pitch is just so big that they're, they're not quite sure whether to close down or... No, to, no. To well, um, and then Billich referred to the fact, not just the fact that the pitch <clears throat> is big, but that that huge void, that huge yeah. green void, Mm-mm. makes it feel even bigger. And that, therefore, judging distance, when you're a player down there at, at, at pitch level, you know, the stands of a, of a traditional football ground are yeah. your parameters. They, they mm-hmm. help you to judge, distance, you know, yeah. Yeah, you know yeah. that kind of, you know, where you are in relation to the crowd mm-hmm. is something, that, you know, as a professional footballer, I mean, actually, is, is, is goodbye to Berlin, I, I've suggested that they get some leopard skin carpet. Yeah, possibly for David Sullivan's nice. gaps nice. to, to put in those gaps. Yeah. So there's a clear distinction. Yeah. Do you remember yeah. there was that famous uh, was that famous game um, where um, Man United got walloped by Southampton? And they were like three nil down, <laughs> and they <laughs> the they blamed the fact they were wearing their grey away strip, and, and, they, and, and it merged into the crowd yeah, that they, yeah, yeah. they couldn't see each Can't other. Pick each other out, yeah. And in fact, didn't they change it half time? Change kits at half time. I think they might have done, yeah. Have and then they've yeah. still lost six three or yeah, something. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Perhaps yeah. if we had some big shag pile from Andy Carroll. Oh, shag pile, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Shag yeah. Pile, that'd be nice. That would be nice, and yeah. it would just distinguish it from the yeah. the grass. Yeah. That'd yeah. keep pie, wouldn't it? Nice it bit would, of shag pile. Yeah, yeah. he could yeah, relax. Yeah, yeah. come on, come Absolutely. on, come on, Dimitri. It's nice, you know. Yeah, feel feel the quality. It's from Romford Market. Hello from the Geek Town Radio podcast, a show that gives you the latest TV, film and gaming news all from a UK perspective, plus the latest UK premiere dates and a ton of interviews from people such as Suits Lewis Lit, Rick Hoffman. It's crazy. The whole thing's crazy. To gaming royalty like Troy Baker and Nolan North. Would you really take a bullet from me? Uh, well, no, that's that's the acting. From behind the scenes people such as the directors of smash hit US comedy Veep. We love Geek Town. My kids wear your t-shirts. To screen legends. Hello. Such as Mr. George Decay. Star second across the universe. For all this and more, come join us on Geek Town Radio, available to download every Tuesday from your usual podcast supplier and from geektown.co.uk. (laughs) 
so before we uh, before, before we uh, talk about where to go, because obviously uh, this, I, I think this will be the last uh, podcast before before a while. Um, we've got a couple of things to talk. about. We've got Pete's book to talk about, but first of all, boxing there's a quiz. quiz. There's yeah. a Boxing Day quiz. Yeah, it, yeah. So it's a festive Jim? quiz. It's about yep. Boxing Day okay. matches. So how does this work? You well, ask the question, me and Pete. I'll ask. ask. Yeah, yeah. You, yeah, yeah. If you want, yeah. yeah. Uh, I'll. I'll um, and shall we delay the answers for people might want yes. to do this quiz in why their head? You, why don't we do the answers as at the they're end listening? Of the quiz. Do the answers yeah, yeah, at the end yeah. of the quiz. So I'll take your answers, and I yeah. won't tell you whether you're you're you know right or wrong. I'm just going to say the first thing that comes into my head. Good. Well, that's what you normally do. So why break the habits of a lifetime? So this is Boxing Day. Boxing fixtures day fixtures? from 1990 uh-huh. to, to 2015. Okay. So it's like the 25, 25 years, as it were. I was born in 1996. So in that period of time, mm-hmm. that 25 years, which team have West Ham played most on Boxing Day in that time? And I'm going to give you three alternatives. Is it Ipswich? It's a London team. Is it Portsmouth? No. Or is it Arsenal? In the Boxing Day fixture. In the Boxing Day fixture. Since 1990. Yeah, and there have been 22 Boxing Day fixtures in that time. Which of those three teams have we played the most? Phil? Do you want to write down who me and Pete sort I will. of say? I so will. Just, I will. just so that we know. I will. Right. I will. Okay. I will. So yeah, Portsmouth, I'm on it. I've got a pen. I'm, I'm totally on it. Okay. I'm going to say not Ipswich. Portsmouth or West Ham? Portsmouth is my guess. Okay. And right. Well, I'm going to go for Ipswich because I, okay. I do seem to remember us always losing to Ipswich oh, okay. on Boxing Day. Okay. 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 Question two. This of, is good. I'm enjoying of, this. Of this. Yeah. Good. It's good fun. <laughs> yeah. It, yeah, it goes downhill from here. Oh. Um, of the 22 Boxing Day games played uh-huh. in that period, mm-hmm. how many... But don't remember, notoriously, we, we, we're, we're yeah. not very good on Boxing Day. Remember oh. that. Bear yeah. that in mind. Yeah. Uh, how many of those 22 games have been wins? Six, eight, or ten? Six, eight, or ten? Ten. I'm going to go for eight. Okay. Good. Question three. On Boxing Day 1992, cast your mind back. Great day. West Ham played an away fixture at which the attendance was a paltry 8,337. Which London club hosted that fixture? Boxing Day 1992, the attendance was 8,337. Which London club was that? I can give you a clue. It wasn't Arsenal. Wimbledon. Yeah, Wimbledon. Yeah, I think I'd have to agree with Phil there. Must okay. be in those bad old days with them at Selhurst Park. Okay. Okay, question four. On Boxing Day 2005, uh, West Ham went a goal down at Portsmouth to a Gary O'Neill strike. Mm-hmm. Uh, who scored the Hammers equaliser in a one-all draw? I'd say it's James Collins. All the tensions I killing like, me. I feel I should say something different. <laughs> yeah. You don't have to say something different. You can go along with that. So it's our, so it's our, um, <coughs> so it's our Pardue Premiership season. Uh, yes, mm-hmm. that's right. Yeah, the FA Cup James final Collins. season. Hmm. Um. Po- post, Rio post, Coca. Uh, Rio <laughs> Coca. <laughs> I've also got an inkling the last question might be Brentford or whatever. Uh, okay, okay. I don't know All if right, I can right, retrospectively. Okay. Yeah, no, you, no, you have to, yeah, no, no, you have to make that. that your answer. Oh, question no, five. The, what, the last We're half, one? Yeah. Question the, the, five. We're halfway through the quiz. Yeah, we're halfway through the quiz. All right, so we're in, now in Zola's first team as manager to go from ah, yeah. Kerbish team, yeah. sort of in the autumn, if you remember. Um, seven, seven, eight. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes, 2008. Boxing Day 2008. West Ham went a goal down away at Portsmouth. Again, surprise, surprise. But this time, what was the final score? And who missed a penalty for Portsmouth? What was the Did final? we win 3 1 or 4 1? Well, don't know. Uh, that's a quiz. 4 so 1. You're we, supposed won, to... we won 4 1. Okay. Yeah, I, think, I think we murdered. Is that the game we murdered? Colli- uh, who uh, missed Jack- a penalty for Portsmouth? Jack Collison definitely scored. Uh-huh. And Bellamy got one. Oh, uh, did Matty was- Taylor miss a penalty? Four mm. one, yep. Matty Taylor missed a penalty. I'm going to say, yeah, yeah. I think it was four one. Okay, um, would it be Matty Taylor? Um, I'll say somebody different. Gary O'Neill. Okay. Yeah, I think. He's, okay, we should have to say something. We should mention okay. Gary O'Neill okay. as yeah, much yeah. as possible. But yeah, that, I mean, yeah. Okay, yeah. good. Um, uh, so we're on to question six. Uh, Boxing Day two thousand and two thousand and one. Mm-hmm. 
uh, so those both Boxing Days, saw West Ham's best festive performance in recent years with scores of uh, 5-0 and 4-0 uh, at home in wins. Uh, who were the opponents? So we, we won, at 2000, we beat someone 5-0. And then the next year at home, we beat someone 4 0. Who were those opponents? 2000 and 2001. 2000 and 2001. The Red Nap Glory Days. Mm. With, uh, with De Canio. Yes, with De Canio. And Trevor Sinclair and all that yeah, lot. God. Yeah, God. 5 0 and 4 0. Were they at home, Unreal. Boxing Day? Both home, uh, both uh, home. Uh, yeah, I both think home. I remember this. But yeah. Dear. One of them was Beth's, my daughter Beth's first ever, first ever uh. game. Yeah, I, I imagine uh, I went uh, to those. I, well, I'm, I can't imagine I didn't go to those. You did. I'm sure you did. Yeah. River Plate. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. And the bit... Harlem Globetrotters. Okay. okay. I, uh, you don't know. I, um, I'm going to go for Charlton. We okay. beat them 5-0, I think. Yeah. Did you want one for the 4-0? Yeah, the 4-0 yeah, the following um, year. Just proving that as West Ham fans, we kind of roll, revel yeah. in the misery more than the more than the uh, the triumphs. Fordil, I'm not so no, sure. West Bromwich Albion. I'm okay. going to guess yeah, for one. I don't know. I'm going to guess West Bromwich Albion for one. Okay, 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 okay. Cool. Uh, question seven. Uh, Boxing Day 2011, oh. away at Birmingham City. Who scored after four minutes to put the Hammers one up in a frustrating, ultimately one-one draw? Colton Cole. Yeah, I'm with him on that. Okay. CC. Okay. Uh, and a question. classic Sam Allardyce um, <laughs> defend. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Through the, uh, the uh, game. Yeah, it was a late. It was a late yeah. equaliser, wasn't it? Uh, on Boxing Day, nineteen ninety. So we're going way back. Ah. West Ham go top of Division Two on Boxing Day Ooh. with a two-nil win over which club? Go top of the table. They were, they were, and it was, and top it of was the second flight. Top of the second flight, and they were our our our, our nap, rivals for the title. They were our rivals for the title at the time. They were. They, it was nip and tuck at the top between us and them. Sheffield Wednesday, no Oldham, Oldham. I'll go for Oldham. When we Newcastle down, Newcastle. Okay, okay. Because we were nipped up with them during that we yo-yo period. We were, often, yeah. yeah. Billich's first Boxing Day game was away at Aston Villa. This is a, a relatively easy one. Who scored West Ham's goal in the one-all draw So just a year ago? <laughs> you were definitely at that. <laughs> oh, were you, surely, but maybe you weren't at that, actually. Uh, we had a, maybe you weren't at that. We went on to Rod Chapman's. No, maybe you oh, weren't, actually. Oh, I didn't actually. go to that. Yeah, no, maybe you didn't go to that. Uh, uh, uh. I've got the answer. You've got the answer. He's got the answer. Sitting, he's but keeping, should I, keeping should his I power. No, 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 no. No, don't Make let it me. Yeah, no, go, don't go, let go, me. Go, 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 go for it. Go for it. Yeah. Okay. I'm going to have to hurry your film. Yeah. No, let Pete answer first. Okay, it was a man with a magic hat, Aaron uh, Cresswell. Yeah. I agree. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, that's happened before. Yeah. Pete agreed with me in the earlier questions. Yeah. Pete agreed okay. with the me. The final question on Boxing Day 2010, West Ham beat Fulham 3-1 at Craven Cottage. Carlton Coles scored his first ever Premier League brace on that day. But who got West Ham's opener? And I'm going to give you a choice of three. Was Ooh. it Freddie Pickion, mm-hmm. Scott Parker or James Tompkins? We th- we went to this. We certainly did. Mm. Yeah, we certainly did. We certainly did. Picky on Tompkins or Parker? Parker. Oh, yeah. All of him obviously played in the game. It's not a. It's not that kind. Parker. Of... I'll, I'll go for Picky on. Okay. That's the Ex- end of the Boxing Day quiz. Well, well let's uh, read we'll, those. We'll do those answers, answers at the, the uh, at the end, yeah, and I'll try yeah, and remember yeah. what on earth you said. Yeah, yeah. And, and we'll do that. Yeah, yeah. Excellent. Okay, cool. Um, uh, Pete, you have a book out. I do indeed. You do. Good, uh, goodbye, goodbye to Berlin. To Berlin. Uh, I was uh, a, a pun on goodbye to Berlin. We've yes, talked about this. We've done that, yeah, we've about done that bit. Yeah, yeah. Uh, what is the... Because obviously there's been... There has been a... You know, we're not going to... We won't deny it. There's another... From your same stable, uh, this this podcast, Brian Williams, who's on very... Mm-hmm. He had uh, uh, the... Uh, 
Nearly reached the sky. Nearly reached, nearly the, reached sky. the sky. I, was, I had to go through this on my head <laughs> yeah. to yeah. remember. Yeah. Nearly reached the sky. Uh, and uh, Joe Fordham's uh, lovely photographic uh, coffee table type book, uh, which I'm slowly reading at the moment. Yeah. Uh, and uh, and uh, they're they're. Yes. So, how how do how do you attack the? How, what's the? Well, it's the story of of the final season at the bowling. Oh, sort of yes. Done. Yes. So it's it's extended versions of the blogs done in a sort of chronological right. order. But also, blogs, yeah, with yeah, extra yeah. chapters on. Um, there's an interview with uh, Ken and Carol from Ken's Cafe. Right. There's right. a chapter on the Newham Bookshop. Oh, nice. There's a couple of chapters yeah. just on my memories of each yes. different area yes. of the ground. Yes, because I mean, for example, the other two we've spoken haven't kind of forensically just just pick the bones of exactly that season, the last Yeah, season this is going through you know, when... Uh, Brian's is a, When we were quite a, good, basically. Yes, yes. Andy Carroll was scoring yes, flying yeah, headers. Yeah, yeah. And, yes, yes, yes. And uh, there's a whole chapter on the pubs as well. Oh, great. Yeah, yeah. There's uh, places like a, the Upton yeah. Manor that I'd completely forgotten about. You right. Know, it seemed to be full of, you know, completely... Not sure I ever went ...minder-esque, sort of borderline yeah. psychopathic characters. And Did you do any more research during the last season, knowing it would be the last season? Season and kind of go to some places and stuff. Yeah, like I mean, that. I, I went to the old uh, memorial recreation ground. Did you have which, the idea of doing a book sort of during the last season or before the last season, just going, I want to chronicle the last yeah, season? Yeah, before I, I sort of did it with an eye on that yeah, all through the season, yeah, thinking, yeah, yeah, yeah great, you know, I'll great. make a note of this. And, yes. So it was my changing emotions as the season yes, went. And yes. Suddenly, Brilliant. halfway through, you think, no, no, I don't want to go. And yeah, yeah, yeah. It was when they, they, they destroyed the don't kill your wife, let us do it, sexist, <laughs> dry cleaners <laughs> sign on Green Street, oh, if yeah. you remember that. Yes, you I know. do remember that. That was yeah. just symbolic of, like, yeah. everything's going, yeah, it's all yeah, falling yeah, apart, yeah. you know. Yeah, um, yeah. And just the emotional effect on, sort of, you know. Yes, yes. Ken's I mean, I really felt like um, the last three o'clock kickoff for me, mm. going to that game felt like uh for me uh there was a lump in my throat going for three o'clock the last kickoff uh, and then tragically we just didn't turn up to the game <laughs> yeah. it was very 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 was effortlessly awful. beaten by yeah. stoke yes uh, no no swansea, swansea. swansea. Oh, yeah, yeah, and, swansea. and andre Ayew. andre, Ayew andre Ayew. Yeah. and um unhappily the whole experience was redeemed uh, a few days later <laughs> yeah. <coughs> by the last well, actual you, game, well, yeah. But typically, I mean, being West Ham, we also had to have a, a load of aggro. And yes, of course. Of yeah, yeah. yeah. But for me, I mean, yeah. uh, uh, it was funny because uh, obviously everything was building up to the last actual game at Upton mm. Park. But for me, the, the you know three o'clock on a Saturday was was that you know thank God that last game happened because. You know, we just didn't turn well, Every game it was our last game against Spurs or yes, our last yes, yes, yes. London derby, you know. Is yeah, yeah, yeah. No, that's great to really forensically sort of dig into the bones of that last season. It's yeah, and it, it covers the first yeah. sort of three or four games at the uh, Olympic Stadium oh, right, as well. Right, right. So Fascinating. it's kind oh, of fairly okay. up to date. Sounds great. Yeah. Sounds great. Sound good. Yeah, that's, uh, that's everyone's Christmas is sorted out. Stocking yeah. filler, and quite a lot of people have liked the pubs chapter as well. Yeah, there's yeah. People standing on yes. the pool table yes, well, singing songs. We, in we, the, well, yeah, Prince but I mean that, that uh, we, you know, when we when we were going sort of in the eighties and nineties, we went to the bowling. Mm. Uh, then we went to the central for a quite a long time, and sort of longer than you think. You know, mm. sort of mm. we went there and we met. Um, Jupiter's and uh, Joe Norris, oh, yeah, from, of yeah. course, uh, Fortunes Always Hiding, which Pete was a uh, Pete was uh, a writer for. In fact, that's that's well, I finished the pubs, uh, and then we ended up with the Black Lion for quite a few years. Yeah, and the Black yeah, Lion, yeah, yeah. the best. And in the yeah. middle, we were looking at those places on the walk to East Ham. That, yeah, we went to the Wakefield, Wakefield a few times. Yeah, 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 yeah. 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 And there was that funny little one round the back of the tube, which I think was, was that the Prince of Wales? Yes. Which was, everybody no, said was that. like the police. Yeah, 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 no, yeah, yeah. yeah. Patrol wasn't one, yeah. one of our. So, um, so Pete, uh, Phil Jupiter, Don Peretta, Steve Rapport, uh, Joe Norris. Uh, have I missed anyone? Mike Pattenden was involved right, as well. Right, I, yeah, I haven't yeah. met him. Um, you had a fanzine, Fortune's Always Hiding, uh, one of the best uh, sort of fanzines I imagine any football club has ever had. Um, 
Uh, it sort of started in the late 80s when, uh, you know, both of us went to get started yeah, to really go regularly again because we'd finished university and all that stuff. <clears throat> um, uh, football was coming out of its dark sort of hooliganism days. Um, but they were bleak times. Um, Fortune's Always Hiding did 17 editions, I think. Uh, Something like that, yeah. And d- during it was relegation. In fact, yes. it more or less ended with relegation. And the bond scheme occupied a huge part of those 17 copies because it's sort of one a month, wasn't it? So, so Yeah, and it ended you know, with that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It sort of bond. ended with uh, yeah. sort of relegation. And, and then there was the bond scheme, which, which Fortunes was very um, against. Um, it was a bit like the storming of the Winter Palace yeah, when all those yeah. fans went on the pitch. <laughs> and, you know. Yes, that's so right. So was that the right. 91 relegation rather than the 89 Relegation, whatever it was, the ninety-one. I'm guessing ninety-one. Ninety-one. Yeah, ninety-one. Yeah. That was, yeah, 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 that yeah, was when yeah. Steve yeah. Rapport yeah. finally. It sort of feels like yeah. it feels like um, it feels like there could be a time for a fanzine sort of now to to, to <laughs> yeah. survive this horrific oh, transition yeah. to this new massive stadium. Yes. You know, uh, because of the sort of geography of the massive footprint of that site, where would you stand if you even wanted to sell it? You know. Um, would you be allowed to sell it? Would you be allowed to sell it? Yeah, yeah. It was a. Uh, I actually, I don't really remember the kind of retail side. You know, it's Steve. Oh, we Firmage. sold it in the garden next to Ken's. Cat. Yeah, yeah, that's right. It's yeah. Steve Furmajer standing on that oh, step, yeah, ladder, step ladder, or his little. You know that that's how that's how you bought uh, Olas. Mm. Yeah, um, I've still got my fortunes always hiding badge. So oh, yeah, yeah, I think yeah. I've yeah. 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 got it. a couple of copies of the magazine. I've got a one that's a sort of greatest hits. Yeah, and I think one that's in season. But I had more copies, yeah. but I chucked them. You know. When I'd read them, I'd thrown them in. But, yeah, and, and that was that whole um, yeah, yeah. inflatables and just when yeah, fans yeah, were just yeah, getting a voice, yeah, you know. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah, it yeah but it's sort it of... Um, happening. Yeah. It feels like... It feels like there's a sort of a forum for, you know, a lot of views now. Because, um, you know, fortunes could be very angry... But was always very funny with it, mm. you know. It was a, it's essentially quite a, you know, with rapport in there. It could not be anything other than furious. Uh, <laughs> yeah, but there was yeah, there yeah, was a lot of yeah, yeah, a lot of fury, um, fun as well. But uh, yeah, you know, how, how would you sort of so shift parody. a fanzine now in that massive footprint of the stadium? Anyway, um, goodbye to Berlin. Uh, yeah, it's good. in all good bookshops, bite back publishing, or just Google the title and you'll come across it. Um, should we do? How long have we, how long have we well, done? We gone for, talk for hours. Hours. It was yeah. Brilliant though. Oh, just, yeah. just tremendous. Yeah. Now that the yeah. main team are back, Jim. Hey, yeah. Now I've, the main team well, are back. Yeah. It's, it's well, we clear a bit more yeah. from the post, couldn't yeah, we? Exactly. Yeah. 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 Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Post. Well, post. What did you make of? Um, what do you make of uh, the? Uh, I haven't really framed a question for the post. No, it's, I'm post. disappointed that you've post. not brought him more into the conversation. Yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. Because you know, it's not very often you have the West Ham man of the match man from the, the match, previous yes. game on live on the podcast. The rock of our defence. Oh, unbelievable! Uh, post incredible performance. Post, do you, uh, do you, what do you, how do you, what do you think of your, how was your, no, I can't give a question for the post. I'm, I'm, let's, well, I think let's, 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 let's not have to speak. Let's well, ask him how, ask her how, how he feels the Swansea games. Okay. okay. Post, how, what do you think of uh, the, uh, the, what's going to happen in the Swansea game? Shall we do the answers to the quiz? Yeah, let's do the answers to the quiz. <laughs> yeah, 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 I think yeah. he's quietly confident. Yeah. He's very quietly I think he's confident. quite yeah, confident. Reading between the lines, yes. mm, yeah. I think he's yeah. confident. Yeah, yeah, uh, Jim, what are the um, answers to the yeah. quiz? Um, so, uh, question one was, mm-hmm. uh, which team we played most in that 25 years from uh, 1990? Yeah. To, what did I say? You, you went for Portsmouth. Ah, uh, yeah. Pete, you went for Ipswich. The answer is... Portsmouth. Yes! Four on, times against Portsmouth. Ugh, I think it's three times against Ipswich. It's one for me. Uh, <laughs> we have played Ipswich a lot. One for me. Uh, yeah, right. yeah, okay. Uh, uh, how many wins in those uh, those 22 Boxing Day games? Um, Phil, you went for 10. ten. Pete went for eight. The answer's eight. Ooh. That's one all. One, one. Did you say eight? Okay, I did say eight. eight yeah. yeah, Pete went for eight. Um, on Boxing Day 1992, the uh, 8,337 attendants, you both went for Wimbledon, and the answer was Charlton Athletic. Oh, I was going to say Charlton. Oh, well, there you go. Question four. Um, the Who scored against Portsmouth in 2005? Um, the equaliser. Uh, Pete, you went for James Collins. Yep. Uh, you went for Rio Coca, Nigel Rio Coca. The answer is James Collins. Oh! <laughs> 
So ginger pele head, yeah, ginger pele, yeah. When he was proper ginger, <laughs> yes, yeah. These days, yeah, as opposed to bald. Yeah, it's a kind of you know, uh, ball dropped ginger. to him. I, I think during a, uh, from a sort of bouncing around off a corner, and he slotted it in the. But he's quite like Gandalf. Corner, Gandalf yeah. now, yeah. isn't he? With yeah, his yeah. Big beard. That was nice. It might have been his first goal for the club, actually. But yeah, it was, um, yeah, good. Um, question five: Zola's first team as manager. Uh, what was the what was the score? Um, and uh, who missed a penalty for them. You both went for 4-1, I think, as the score, mm-hmm. which is correct. Yes. Which is correct, so uh, that's well done. Uh, the, you both, uh, you went for a West Ham connection with the missed penalty, and there is, but it was Jermaine Defoe oh. who missed the penalty for oh. Portsmouth, not O'Neill or Taylor. Oh, poor old uh, who Jermaine. probably both played in the game, but, um, mm. but yeah. Um, so where are we? Question six. Uh, West Ham's best festive performances, the 5-0 and the 4-0. Um, uh, Phil, you went for River, River Plate. Plate and West Bromwich Albion, yeah. uh, neither of whom were involved <laughs> oh. in this game. Um, Pete, you went for Charlton, which was the 5 0, absolutely, with the Trevor Sinclair's stunning volley. Oh, yeah, yeah. Uh, and the, the following is Derby County, we beat 4 0. 4 0. Yeah. But that, that, uh, so you're leading, you're ahead in the quiz. Oh, not River Plate. Plate. Yeah, no, not River Plate. That's surprising. Uh, it's just disappointing, yeah. yes. Uh, that would have been a good Boxing Day fiction, wouldn't it? Yeah, yeah. it would. Um, question seven was 2011 away at Birmingham. Who scored after four minutes for the Hammers? You both went for Carlton Cole and you were both right. Yes. Good. Yes. Uh, question eight, 1990. Who did we beat to go top of the top of Division Two? Uh, you went for Newcastle, Phil. Pete, you went for Oldham. And the answer is Oldham Athletic. Oh, oh. he shoots, he scores. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, question nine, Bellish's first uh, Boxing Day game away at Aston Villa. Who scored? And you both went for Cresswell, and you were both correct. Is Aaron Cresswell? I can, I can make it all up on the last yeah, question. Yeah, slotted it into yeah. the corner. Yeah. Um, and finally, the 3-1 win at Craven Cottage. Who got the uh, the first goal? Carlton Cole scored the other two. Uh, Phil, you went for Scott Parker. Pete, you went for Freddie Picciano. And the answer is Freddie Picciano. So the final score in the quiz, Pete very, May 8. Very close. But Whelan's 4. Very close. Ooh, very, 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 very good. Very good knowledge, Pete. Very, very good. Oh, cheers. Pete just slightly got twice yeah. as many as me. Just very slightly <laughs> yeah. got twice yeah. as many answers. Lucky, correct. Really. I think yeah. it's the pre-match yeah. Guinness. Yeah. 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 Second yeah. 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 So Post sitting there quietly just knew, knew the lot. He, he knew everything. Very quickly yeah. before Christmas, uh, let's talk about the statue. Uh, oh, the yes. Corner the corner of Barking yeah. Road and Green Street. Mm. Uh, now, the... Um, we want to leave it there, and uh, those toffs who run the club want to take it and put it in the centre circle of the pitch. Which uh, a very foolish place for it. Yeah, you can't play. You can't can't put it there. No. Where do they Where do they want to put it? I don't Somewhere know. To be honest, park. but they Somewhere, obviously want to yeah. move it to the Olympic Park. Is it the owners that want to do it? Well, I think that was I the. So. You know, I mean, I've seen various. I think there might have been a poll on knees up on the ground, whatever, that seemed to suggest quite a lot of fans were in favour of it. But I, I, mean, I my feeling is that. They could they could do their own statue. They could, yeah, they, they could. Yeah, you could come with something. It just feels that that, that, that statue. It's not. A, it's not the world's greatest statue, no. and it's not been there for for you know a huge amount of time. But it's nevertheless, got that other bloke in it. Uh, yes, <laughs> George Best. <laughs> George Best. Got that George Best. There's a campaign to yeah. save it, um, the, um, and there is a campaign to save it, and there's signs up. And, and I think I think I, I think it's right because I think there needs to be something to say the ground on was there. that spot, yeah. doesn't yeah. there? It was all there. Yeah. To say, look, this 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 history and this heritage is part of this place. Damn years. Yeah, and you know, 112 yeah, damn absolutely. years. Absolutely, and and the and the academy and the product of that, uh, the yeah. core of that team that won us the World Cup, that should be in that space. Yeah, yeah. You know. Yeah, yeah. I film, anyway. Yes, yes, absolutely. Um, interesting, isn't it? Because I think the sort of mood post, you know, the end of last season was, yes, take it to the new ground to remind us of who we are and who our heritage, what our heritage is. But I think there is a sort of, you know, I can completely understand a swing to the other point of view and kind of going, well, this this is where 112 years of West Ham happened. Yeah. Let's yeah, we take leave, the ground away. Let's yeah, leave, leave something, something here Absolutely. that reminds us of... Yeah. I mean, they'll name, you know, various blocks of flats, yeah. you know, kind of, you the know. The Ricardo Vazte Yeah, yeah. Flats, Alan McKnight yeah, yeah. Terrace and, <laughs> yes. you know. Lee Chapman uh, House. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Radislav yeah. Kovac. House. Actually, yeah. we should have a competition for, for good names for the yes, new, yeah, yeah, for the yeah. new. Yeah. David Kelly yeah. steps. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. <laughs> Mike Small Gardens. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah. Absolutely. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I can't think of any. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. 
Mido Street. <laughs> Alvin Martin, he's got no hair, but we don't care, Terrace. Yeah. You know? yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Um, yeah. yeah. Um, so that's interesting. Uh, if the um, Create an online poll and vote for the statue to stay there. I, I command you listeners. Um, <clears throat> so let's look forward to the Swans again. Uh, Jim, we're going. As we are. Always. Yep, yep. Boxing day. What Boxing else? What day. else are you going to do? Sure. What else are you going to do other than drive miles, hours to, to, hours yeah. to South Wales, and watch us get turned over? Uh, the uh, they're they're incredibly uh, lacking in form and confidence. They are, aren't they? Uh, yes. Yeah. So who do they on? need to play? Yes. I wonder. Yes, exactly. Um, yes. Well, I, I that's think, the I, tradition, isn't it? It's I fancy us to keep the. I, I think we've. I, I think we do a bit of a performance. Actually, I think we might go and actually play a bit better. Actually, Andy Carroll always seems to. And he, yes, yes, he's a bit of a bogey for yeah. them, isn't he? So I'm going. Oh, I'm going to go for a two-one win. Two one win. Yeah, I think we might nick it. I've got a feeding we'll get something out of the game. Yep. Um two two with two two. I say Swansea one, West Ham United four. <laughs> Very nice. optimistic. Mm. Nice. Mm-hmm. Nice. That's what I say. Yeah. Um yes. Yeah, my yeah, mouth. Well, says, I'm looking forward to it my now. My mouth <laughs> says that. Uh, my heart says something. We do different. have to play and well. Also, my stage. brain says something different. Yeah, it's got to um, click, hasn't it? Yeah, it's got to yeah, click. Yeah. Something's got to click yeah, somewhere yeah. down the line. Uh, it's also has actually, you know, sort of gone uh, <laughs> in the transfer window business. Uh, where we just very quickly talk about that. We normally end up on the match prediction, but uh, I mean, a right back would be a, would be the astute it's a buy. Must. It's an absolute must. It was a mm. must in the summer, and we didn't do it. And you know, I mean. Below is just a kind of just kind of sort of panic acquisition, yeah. really, wasn't it? I mean, you, you know, we need a Premier League ready. But I wonder whether I, right I wonder back. whether you know. Um, obviously, this notion that a sort of an attacking right-sided player uh, can be a wing back because that's partially what they are. Because someone to the right of the back three sort of covers for them. And that's fine. You know, one of the sort of most versatile right-sided players I think in the in in our game for a long time has been Valencia at Manchester United, who sort of was kind of like a winger when he yeah, started, yeah. but has been made to be a right back, but has all the attributes to be both of those things. I mean, and that, I think those are really thin on the ground. No, that yeah. But traditional. I think I've said this on the podcast before. I think traditional, old-fashioned right backs actually made good ring uh, good good backs you know or yeah. or left backs you know full backs tim breaker bombed up fantastic you know tim breaker and julian dix both bombed up the wing until they were stopped you know they didn't <laughs> yeah. if if they go no one's breaking no you know no one's breaking well, modern full backs do play an attacking game anyway don't they i mean yes, breaker do, was, yeah. was a fabulous yes. player for west ham you know but uh, i mean we let like, moses go as well which well was I, i'm not sure we had did we have an option i think we had an that? option did we? Uh, we oh we that we was went foolish for, for and um, did, oh god why yeah. that's crazy blimey no but i mean i feel you know antonio's been one of our best players this season he's a top scorer let him play in the position where yeah, he's yeah, at absolutely. his best. Absolutely. I mean, it's crazy to have him as your sort of yeah. utility player. That's mad. In a team that can't score goals, a guy that sort of palpably is scoring goals, um, still has to do this kind of wing-back role. It's mm. crazy. Yeah. I mean, we have got crazy. Byram coming back. Who's, yeah, yeah. I, mean, well, I think he's I promising. Think, I think he is promising, and yeah. it, but in the same way as Fernandes is promising yeah. and, and Fletcher's promising. You know, it, but Byram you got need... dropped towards the end of last season because Antonio went into that role because well, Slavin yeah. wanted him well, in that role. That, that and was... so Byron was not cultivated to the extent he yeah. should have. He looked good when he first came. I, I agree. You I know? agree, and I think he will probably... Proved yeah. to be good, you know. He was getting his way back into the team, and he was mm-hmm. picked to start when he got his unfortunate and he got injury. injury and the, the wacky yeah. races, um, um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Car came on, but I mean, you could see that you know, obviously Valencia is a sort of model for Bilic's plan to turn Antonio into the right back and, yeah. and get more attacking oomph into the team. It, it, it was a mistake as well. It was. It to, wasn't ever going to work. Yeah, he's not no. got a defensive well, you know, so you sinew need, in his. Whereas in Phil his Jones or something like that, yeah. you know, they will defend. Also, you need. Day, you know, yeah. you, you you can't keep persevering with this guy who clearly is scoring goals for you. Going, I'd like to make him a wing back. <laughs> yeah, it's yeah. like, well, you know, at the moment we're in a slightly and desperate situation because our last two wins have have been penalty. Not mm. even set pieces; yeah. they've been penalties no, I mean, and that, lucky penalties. Absolutely, I mean that's part of what's happened, doesn't it? There is the general kind of lack of confidence and loss of form in one or two individuals, mm. but generally speaking, also there is a sense that 
suddenly we're a bit shapeless and There's everyone's no playing plan. in different positions. Yeah. Uh, you know, when we, when, we've, when we played well, I mean, we had some wobbly moments last season, but when we played well last season, there was a real sense that the team just kind of they were itself, really free-flowing. rolled yeah, out yeah, onto the pitch. Yeah. Everybody knew where they, were, where, they, where they were supposed to be and what they were supposed to be doing. And that is the sign, obviously, of a, of a, of a good side, isn't it? That yeah. everyone knows their job. Yeah, and, yeah. you know, you're not just constantly improvising. There's no, this real yes. sense that we're constantly yeah. sort of kind of putting sticking plasters yeah. over things yeah, at the yeah. moment. And that needs to change. It was like the crowd dragged them over the line on, a little on bit. Saturday. Yeah, there was a, yeah, a, there bit, was like a bit. Yeah, there was a bit. There was a bit. probably one and of them. And Hull's lack of confidence. Yeah. I mean, once they were 1-0 down, the stuffing went out of Hull. Yeah, and they but the crowd could sense that, you yeah. know, nothing, we're going to win this, whatever happens. But again, yeah. it was like Antonio, the big thing that lifted the crowd was Antonio grabbing, yeah. grab, picking the ball up and yeah. running and running and running yeah. with yeah. it. It's one of those kind of moments that yeah. that get the it's crowd on their feet. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, no, but it was... Yes, you know, maybe the um, Swansea game will be a kind of reaction to that, uh, but but it does seem that we don't really have a plan of of how to attack the other team's goal, and and uh, if we are sort of going with kind of one up front, there might be some business in the transfer. Where there, there is a little bit of talk about some French guy from some French twilight. Oh, right, okay. Uh, I don't know. Um, but uh, you know, I guess, but there's Payet as well. Is Payet going to go? Yeah, do yeah. we have to well, realize Yes, him? well, yes, yeah. I mean, is anyone actually seriously really in? in I mean, that those comments that I've read today in the in the Evening Standard, they seem to be almost like a kind of "come and get me, someone, yeah. please." Yeah, yeah. But I'm not sure anyone is going to come and get him. Not at the price. Well, that he's talking about Arsenal. Going to be on and his the head. Is Arsenal, yeah, but he's but on a long contract. Yeah, yeah. He's not. Yeah. They're not going to. They're not going to no. take peanuts for him, are they? No, that's right. Yeah. Yeah, I think, you know, he might have to get through this season and play very well this season. I, I think that's think his... Be- I mean, that's yeah. in everyone's interest, isn't it? Yeah. It's yeah. for him to, to sort of say, right, I'm really going to get it by the scruff yeah. of the neck yeah. now. I'm going to play my best football till till the end of the season. And, you know, then yeah. fair enough, everyone will say, well, we got two seasons out of you and it was good. Yeah. Uh, no more performances like that one away at Manchester United in the League Cup because no, that no. was disgraceful. And he has been better since then. And he, he has, has to be fair, yeah. Yeah, yeah. 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 All right. Well, I think uh, that's probably that's probably it for this week's uh, Stop Hammer Time. With me, uh, as always, have been Jim Grant. Cheerio. Uh, Pete May. Good night. Uh, please include goodbye to Berlin on your Christmas lists. And, and the post. And post. Uh, the post. What do you... Uh, isn't time. Uh, <laughs> my name's Phil Whelans. Uh, come on, you irons. If you like this podcast, come and join me, Mark Webster, for the Whistleblowers, a weekly show that looks at the topics that all football fans are discussing this week at thewhistleblowers.net. And it happens to be brought to you by the same lot that produced this one. Sports Social Podcast Network.